Honestly, nursing can be hard. I feel like I learn something new every day on the floor. This is a safe place where we can be real, vent, and hopefully help others along the way. If you're a down-to-earth person with an open mind for learning, this podcast is for you. Welcome, Welcome to, to Code Blue and Bull. Welcome back to Code Blue and Bullshit. It's your host, Cordero, and... Your girl, Monica. It is um, Friday the 13th. It is. Holy shit. Let me just start off by saying, holy shit. I did not realize that it was Friday the 13th until I got my ass to work and had damn near one of the most challenging days. You woke up late, too. Of my life. Let me, let me, (laughs) let me just start out by saying... exactly how my day started from the beginning i did not hear my alarm (laughs) and i have this thing where i really don't sleep well um nights before my shift like i don't feel like i get that good good deep REM sleep so i usually wake up you know pretty pretty alert and like ready to take on my day i didn't hear my alarm uh it probably snoozed twice because the one thing i do remember was cordero kind of shaking me and he was like Hey, babe, don't oversleep. And I was like, I'll look at the phone. It said, it said uh, 5.59. I usually wake up at 5.45. Y'all might not think that's a big difference, but a girl like me gets ready quick. Real quick. I remember hearing your alarm, and I gave it to you, and I guess you snoozed it. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I woke up. Like, she's still in bed. What's she doing? I was sleeping so good. And come, come to realize, once I finally got in my car, it was raining. And I was like, okay, this makes total sense now. Back to waking up. I wake up and I'm like, okay, shit. Like, I usually leave the door by 6 o'clock, 6.10 at the latest. Like, at the absolute latest. So, for me to wake up almost at 6 o'clock, my day is completely shifted in my brain. I woke up, I was like, you know, screw it. Like, I'm about to just go about my normal routine and try to, like, just really make it work. Um... That did not happen. So I, I went, first thing I do is always, like, you know, kick in the coffee. I, uh, I noticed I um, didn't see any clothes in the dryer before starting the coffee. So, boom, panic number one, right then and there. Had to throw my clothes in with 10 minutes to spare of drying because I decided I was going to try to leave by 610, and that did not happen at all. Um, so that was first panic. So here I am running around. Um, in my undies. Are your teeth cleaned? I do that after coffee. Mm. And so, especially when I'm late like this. So, I, uh, start the coffee without thinking about anything, run to the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth, um, kind of brush my hair, depending how I feel. Usually just throw it up in a bun and a headband, call it a day. And I go in to check my clothes and I'm like, damn, it's only been like five minutes. Next thing I realize, I just hear like this trickling, like, and it's just like, like, like how your coffee doesn't normally sound, you know? And uh I look at the freaking kitchen countertop. There's coffee everywhere. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so pissed at myself. <laughs> and I wasn't an asshole and I actually cleaned it up because I really felt like leaving that shit there and saying, fuck it. <laughs> Dude, I've been so mad if I woke up to <laughs> It was everywhere. It got on the floor. It got on the countertop. I had to, like, move our cutting boards, and it was, like, everywhere, okay? <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, let me just grab one of my little Yerba Mate energy drinks and call it a day, packed my lunch. 
And so 615 hits, and I'm like, you know what? I, I got to go. Like, I got to go. Okay, this is not working out for me right now. Like, I need to get out of this house. Clothes. I checked the clothes. They're still wet. I was like, you know what? It'll, they'll dry by, by some time. Uh, hopefully, I won't be smelling musty by midday. Get in my car. Completely, like, off my routine. And I don't do well. Like, I'm not really a routine person. But now, whenever you're a nursing, you find your routine. And you kind of like to stick to it. So... I mean, would you agree, Daryl? Yeah, I would you're, agree. You're really routine though, so you're, you're big on that. So, there's that. I get to work, and all I hear down the hallway once I get to my, once I get to the hall, um, mind you, it's neuro, okay? Neuro ICU, um, and half of them are, uh, step down. And all I hear is, no! No! <laughs> six thirty in the morning. Nah, yeah, I was late, so it was like six, six thirty, eight, six forty, almost six forty-five. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. I look at the assignment board. I said, please, please, just please don't let me. You know, please don't let me get this on this. <laughs> I look at the board and I have it. I have that assignment. I said, okay, you know, let me be optimistic. It's going to be a good day. (laughs) The night shift nurse looks at me and she just nods and she's like, (laughs) the first words that come out of her mouth are, bro, (laughs) what a fucking night. And I was like, no. (laughs) You know, I looked at my phone. I said, I know Mercury, Mercury. Is it Mercury? Mercury. Shit. Mercury is still in retrograde. Whatever. I don't usually believe in shit like that, but I don't know, man. Then it said Friday the 13th. And I kid you not, I've told Daryl this story that a lot of my Friday the 13th have not went well. Um, I won't ever forget. It's completely off topic. It was like my second, my, uh, I was in second grade. It was like my eighth, eighth birthday, eight year old birthday, whatever. And I was so excited. I had all these friends. And it rains. All Your the... birthday is on the 13th, right? Yes. <laughs> so there's there's this time around That's that so I have sad. a really awful, awful birthday sometime. And I won't ever forget, it. like, it started raining. It was a pool party. Cake gets messed up. Presents are getting messed up. The balloons all fly away. Like, <laughs> she so was, was hectic. And then we are, we're inside this, my house. Like, it was so boring. Like, <laughs> you know, and, like, people talk about your birthday when you're, you know, when you're eight years old. Like, you're, you know, you're supposed to be, like, starting to become the shit, I guess, you know? But back on nursing, uh, let's just say that for y'all that are nurses and know what a complex assessment is, um, which takes forever, I didn't get any of my patients' complex assessment done probably till about 5.30. Why? Because I was so busy. I get on my shift a stat CT, not of the head, of a, of a leg. I said, are you serious right now? We we are short a tech, and it was. I was just wild, and the day was just. I felt so tasky to the point where, at one point, I felt unsafe just because I I like to know my patients, and that's the critical care aspect that I love. That you have two patients, and people say, "Oh, it's not like med surge. You have eight, six, or whatever, however many med surge gets." but having two is it's very complex and it can get very difficult but the thing is you have two so you can get to know their history to that t you know to where you feel comfortable with delivering the care that you need to provide for them it's very important and so it was just 
I was just getting called left and right, like literally called by doctors, and they're asking Ooh. me these. Qu- <laughs> that is so fucking disgusting. Oh man, that looks stinks. Cordero, you're not shit. Sorry, I didn't know it was gonna be that bad. Um, were you talking to doctors? So I had a surgery on another person. It's like they call me right away, try to get this report. And I'm just like, I really just didn't feel comfortable. Like, I, I sounded stupid because I was just going back and forth with the charting and trying to just look through, like, stuff, you know, as quickly as I could. And it just made me feel uncomfortable. To make the day even more interesting, my patient damn near crashed on me. What? I don't know if y'all have had ever a patient or a situation that the patient has crashed on you, and you look at your PRN orders as you should, you know, in the beginning of the shift, and you realize, I don't have anything. I don't have any pressers. So when you say crashing, what was going on? Um, <clears throat> In the picture. Okay. Uh, Tachypnic. Very hypotensive with the mat below 65, like in the 40s and 50s. Um, heart rate in the 150s. Sinus tack and uh, destatting all the way in like the 70s, 60s. Gotcha, gotcha. A lot of comorbidities to say the least. I okay. mean, I was like, what the F? So today's assignment that I had were our step down patients. And sometimes I like step down better just because of the, just because of the certain fact that they're more medically involved versus just neuro. The only thing I really do like about Neuro is the team that I have on the Neuro, and they're always there on the floor. I can ask questions, put orders in with them. Like, it's it's hard team to deal with sometimes, but they're it's just they're there, and and it's so standard because it's the same doctor all the time. So you get a little bit spoiled in that aspect, and when you have um, step down patients, you're dealing with stuff that you're not really used to after, you know, dealing with pure neuro all the time. Yeah, sure, the neuro patients have other comorbidities that you have to take into consideration, but they're not the primary issue. You know what I'm saying? So I like them sometimes. I hate the fact that it's three of them. That really drives me nuts. Um, like some of them, it, they, it, that's okay with some of them, but when you have your critical ones that are a little bit more critically than the other ones or critical than the other ones, if that makes any sense. That's what becomes challenging because once you become step down, things change. You only need one IV, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not on teleorders. Your your PRN orders kind of change. So you don't have pressers kind of like standing on, you know, you don't have Neo, you don't have Levo, you don't have any, like, just your basic critical prn drugs that you're kind of used to you know what i'm saying like no morphine no nothing like nothing nothing that you can nothing that if something was to happen that the only thing you have to do is intervene you know what i'm saying i had to call doctors after doctors page after page and my notes were on point i mean like detail to the max because i say you left late i did i left at eight 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 whatever i don't know what time i left i left it i what eight o'clock like eight ten but it's just kind of like that's where it becomes very very frustrating and um i think i think the real message i want to send out today is just like i'm so happy for the team that i have on the floor that we work so well together because people were coming in to help me you know they don't make you feel stupid knowing that you're you know fresh out of the residency and i when you're in residency you only go through so many experiences you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Like, there were so many things in residency that I did not get to experience, and I would talk about it, and I don't know if I manifested it or, you know, did some did some witchcraft with that or something, because as soon as I got out of residency, I got the worst of the worst, both at neuro ICU and as well as um, step down. So it's it's been a learning challenge that I appreciate, but sometimes it just gets, like... The fact the way the day started off didn't help. The fact the way that the day started off did not help. I like to start my days off positive on a good note. And I think that really set the tone for me. And I'm usually really optimistic and I was trying to be. But I was just getting slapped left and right. And people were noticing. And so I'm glad that I have a really good team. But man, (laughs) it was just wild. Today was wild. I hope it made sense what I said today. And, uh. You have to get it off your chest. I had to get it off my chest. You know, starting this podcast has been such a challenge just because Daryl and I have this thing where we kind of call each other after our shifts and just, like, word vomit. Vent. Yes. Like, just pour it all out. You know, talk about it. Laugh about it. Learn about it. uh, Look up stuff about it to understand it better. But we wanted to start this podcast to kind of share. Not so much on, you know, patients because of HIPAA, but more on our feelings, I guess, and what we learn. I think it just gives, like, a comfortable place to know that... You're not alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there, there'd be some bullshit that'd be happening, you know? And, like, days sometimes feel really long. And, like, you don't... There's a lot of people out there that don't have anybody to talk to it about. You know, their spouse does something different, like construction. And they don't understand. They and they it's don't like understand. they're talking to them, but <laughs> you don't get it, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I'm super grateful that I have somebody uh, that understands. Like, you know, you talk about your oppressors. You talk about, I don't know, internal bleeding. Something as simple as that, that another, you know, I guess your spouse or significant other would be doing in their job. And they wouldn't really understand the severity of it or the severity of crashing, like those kind of terminology. So it's awesome to have somebody by your side that you come home and vent to, they understand or you come home and say, I don't want to talk about nothing because that's how rough my day was. So, <laughs> and be like that. Well, I appreciate y'all listening to me. And uh, as episode two, I hope y'all enjoy this. You say no episode two. This episode two. This like episode three Dang, or four. My bad. Well, it it's irrelevant. Checking out. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Code Blue and Bull. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Send any questions or comments about ICU or nursing life in general to codeblueandbull at gmail.com. We just might feature your question in the next episode. We will continue making dope content by sharing the raw, unfiltered view of the life of nursing. You guys continue to learn, stay strong, resilient, and most importantly, take care of yourself. Until next time, peace.